For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. There he is. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. How you doing? How's it going? You like our new look here? I love it. I love it. Look at this. We're getting fancy over here, man. Brinks TV, Believe. Like, look, look at it. We've, we've come a long way from just talking on the phone, brother. Oh, I know. We used to not even be able to see each other when we did the show or like... I guess that was by our choice. We just did it sort of in the blind. I, that wasn't my choice. You were, you were running the show, man, not me. <laughs> I was just scared to face you. That's all. That's really what it was. <laughs> so um, did you read the rundown that I sent over this time? Or because, you know, you, you maybe read them back in the day and then stopped and then. But did you read this one or not? I, d- I did not. I didn't know you sent oh. me one. I, I, what? I texted it to you twice on two different text chains. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, might, I might have glanced at it. Well, it says in the cold open that we were going to talk about hockey because I still can't believe that you don't watch hockey. Yeah. Well, basketball. I watch basketball. All right. But hockey is hockey. I want to talk about hockey with you and you don't watch hockey and it's driving me crazy. Look, I love hockey, but yeah. unless I'm going to the game, like the same with baseball, unless I'm at the game, it is not exciting. Lofa Tatupu, are you equating baseball to hockey in terms of its entertainment appeal? Really? No way. Come on. Yeah. Because, like, when when they do, like, pass the puck, that's – and you hear – all you hear is someone get checked into the boards. You don't ever get to see it because they're following (laughs) the puck. And I'm like, well, just – Yeah, that's true sometimes. Let's watch the hit or zoom out a little bit, right? That's a good point. But some of these series, man, are just really fun to watch. This Vegas, Colorado one is really Mm -hmm. fun. It just ended in overtime the other night. I'm not even sure who we should be rooting for as future Kraken fans, you know. Should we be supporting our recent expansion brothers in the Vegas Knights? Or to hell with that, we should be rivals with them? I don't know what the code is there. Yeah. 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 And then the Boston uh, Islanders thing, dude, you got to get on that. Oh, it's, I've been hearing about it. Yeah, it's really fun. Because you're you'd be a Boston fan, I suppose, right? Until the crack. I am. Like, I, yeah. Look, and I do. I support the Bruins, but yeah. you know, I'm not going to pretend to be a hockey guy when I'm really not. You know. I hear you. Well, I know, but now there's going to be a team in Seattle, so you should become a real hockey guy because you know they're going to ask you to drop the puck or I'm going to make them ask you to drop the puck, and that's going to be awesome, and I want to be there wearing my Kraken jersey when it happens. Oh, yeah, I'm excited about going to a game. Again, like I said, go to the game. It's it's a much different uh, experience. All right, good. We settled it. We settled it. You want to start the show about the Seahawks now? I mean, I would love to. All right, let's do it. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. And 
That's great football now. It's gonna work now. Keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's no fun. Triple plant, thunder, all one ready. Russell looking. Russell scrambling. Pump faking. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 540. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's gonna go. Yes. Podcast on the Believe in Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Seahawks super fan Brett Davern. He is Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. You ready to do the show? Yeah, my brother. Let's get it. All right, man. First time listening to the intro live. How do you? What do you think about our theme song? Lots of Lofa Tatupu mentions in there. <laughs> Maybe one too many, but uh, <laughs> but Rabel, man, him Rabel going off. I love it. Dude, he's a legend, right? Holy catfish. Come on. Absolutely. Yeah, nobody better. Uh, speaking of nobody better, big shout out and big thanks to everybody at the Believe Sports Network for kind of making this thing happen here in our sort of new look, uh, joining up with Brinks TV. You can now watch the Seahawks podcast on Brinks.tv and, and also listen to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and all that stuff. Um, lots of exciting things happening here around the podcast. Excited to, you know, evolve with all of it and have everybody find it and everything like that. But a big thank you to uh, everybody on the team who's making it happen right off the bat. Right, Lofa? Absolutely. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, and then also, hey, let's give a big shout out to our sponsor, as we always do right off the bat here, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts for anything uh, from wagering to anything on the world of sports, or if you just want to jump into their online 24-7 casino, you can do that. Um, but make sure that you use our promo code. Believe, spelled B-L-E-A-V. For all of the welcome bonuses. I mean, you know, you want to be putting down wagers on the upcoming NFL season. You want to get in on the Avs, Knights, NHL playoff series that Lofa could care less about. You know, celebrity boxing, perhaps. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about that a little later on the show? I left some room at the end. I didn't watch it, but I, yeah, I would love your take on it. All right. Well, we'll save it. We'll save it till the end. Let's jump right in on our Seahawks uh, first and foremost to some of the news going on with them. They're currently going through uh, offseason OTAs and everything on, like that out by the lake, running around out there in shorts and shirts and looking good doing it. Um, notable names not there, though. Jamal Adams, uh, Carlos Dunlap's not there. There's a, a couple guys who aren't there. Um, first of all, Lofa, I mean, I guess my question to you is, What's going on out there in OTAs? Who does it benefit the most? And then also, should we as fans even care that some of these guys aren't there yet? No, not some of the veterans. You, you know, you, you expect them to to be true pros and take care of their business. Uh, most of these guys now have their own trainer that they go see that keeps them right with the nutrition, everything and uh, that they need. So I'm not too too worried about it. But it's it's definitely different, you know, post uh, post. 2020 post COVID because some are opting to stay away just, just because. And then, uh, so you wonder, I mean, we should really do one of those uh, analytics things and break down who had the highest attendance and see how did it affect the, the outcome of their season? Did they mm -hmm. make it farther than some of these guys that opted to stay away? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, people not showing up is less of a big deal nowadays than it used to be. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that's the case? Oh, yeah. No, it was, you know, 
optional right back then uh but you know voluntary but it was not it was mandatory let's get serious uh everybody was there and uh, and it's good you know you don't really get to do a lot of the football things especially as i got to the end of my career they started phasing it out like it was less time on the field uh, you can only do like seven on seven so you don't even get real team work until like the last mini camp i think there's too many camps now um uh, other rules with with new coaches, you'll get three, you'll get an extra mini camp. But um, so yeah, really, it's a time for the young guys to just kind of you know find their feet out there and, and learn the playbook. It's very shortened down playbook, so the coaches just want to see, hey, how well can they play football? You know, um, you know, are they the guy that we we want we drafted and wanted, and uh, and you know how quickly can they get up to speed with our terminology? Do you think we will see Jamal Adams taking part in team activities before he has a new contract? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, I don't expect him to hold out. Um, this uh, this is his option year, right, that we picked up. And so um, I'd expect him to get with everything that we invested, you know, um, the draft pick and and then getting him over here and how how he's, you know, been incredible um, as as both a pass rusher and just an overall presence out there. I expect him to get something done before this year is up. Yeah, okay, but if it's not done by day one of training camp, do you think he shows up anyway, or do you think he stays home? Because now with the new CBA, I mean, it's pretty punitive for, you know, not showing up, especially to training camp. Yeah, I'm not sure how bad the fines are these days, but they were, they were pretty hefty back when I was playing. I, yeah. think, he'll, I think he'll show up. Again, um, the, the main gripe he had in, in New York, not only not getting paid, but they were not – a well-ran organization, you know, I hate to say it, it just, that's, that's the, what, you know, the word was coming out. And so him coming over here is a breath of fresh air. He's excited about, he's rejuvenated to play football again. I mean, it's yeah. a game he loves and you see the way he takes that field. So, um, you know, and I anticipate it would be one of our leaders going forward. All right. I'm marking you down for Jamal Adams has a new contract before training camp starts. Uh, before the season starts. I didn't say before training camp. Okay. But he's not going to hold out though. That's what I don't think he'll hold out though. No. Okay. All right, I'm just marking it down. Um, hey, speaking of signing and contracts and all that kind of stuff, uh, the world's greatest punter, Michael Dixon, has re-signed with the Seahawks. Fear not, everybody. He's going nowhere. And, you know, on any other team, why would you talk about the re-signing of the punter? But my man's an all-pro, so we got to give him a shout-out. Yeah, and he was a Pro Bowl snub last year, right? I think he was an all-pro two years ago. He should have made it again. I don't know if it came down to attempts and not having enough, but – I mean, the guy's a beast, um, and that's a true weapon. Changing, changing the you know the uh, position of the field for for your defense. Yeah, it's weird how under Pete Carroll we've had these uh, great punters with really great, also great personalities, you know, on the team, and they're like fan favorites. And Johnny Ryan, and now Ryan. Ryan, Michael Dixon. It's just it's fun to watch guys who are often overlooked for reasons, you know, whatever on other football teams. It's fun that we sort of embrace. Uh, players like this that don't usually get their moments in the spotlight yeah johnny ryan i tell you about you know his first uh day on the team no so, i'd like to hear about it so john comes into the locker room there's a bunch of people trying out because this uh this was like what oh nine i think this is more more uh, first year yeah a bunch of guys trying out and uh john ryan is like 235 pounds just absolutely yoked he looked now <laughs> When he has clothes on it, you look like Janitor Willie, right, from The Simpsons. So you wouldn't expect it. And then the guy just rips off the shirt. We're like, holy shit, who's the linebacker? <laughs> who, 
who's the new middle linebacker? Because there's no way that guy's playing any other position. And then, you know, we go to meet him and he's like, oh yeah, I'm a punter. And I was like, where, where? Did you think he was joking? Wow, dude, I thought I thought for sure he was going to be one of our linebackers because, I mean, and like, and then he went out there and he ran like a 4-5, and we were like, yo, like this guy can play more than punting, right? Like, but, um, and he, he had a great career here, um, awesome teammate, and, uh, yeah, he was fun to play with. Yeah, yeah, he was a fan favorite for sure. We all love John Ryan. I mean, uh, the just so many amazing plays. from uh, The Packer playoff game comes to mind, the fake – uh, field goal, that right? Field goal. He running around the end, throwing that pass. Yeah, I mean, he he was the best. I, didn't he also do Ninja Warrior? Right? I, I think, think he so. did. Yeah, yeah, on NBC. Yeah, what a character. Um, but anyway, our new punter, Michael Dixon, he'll be around for a little bit, re-signing his contract. Um, hey, let's talk about the number changes and stuff like that because they took all the rules off the numbers. We talked about this a few episodes ago. Quandre Diggs, uh, safety has changed his number to six. So for me, it's going to take some time to get used to watching that in a pro football game. Um, how long until that doesn't look weird for you, probably? I mean, probably at least a season or two because, yeah, for the longest it was just, you know, these are – your numbers are between here and here. And um, yeah. But I think it's cool, you know, and um, I'm, I'm excited to see it. It's, uh, it's, it's going to look like preseason for a little bit, right? I mean, because that's that's really what they go down to. Like you start to get these numbers, like number one and two, right? And uh, and so it'll take some getting used to, but it, I think it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's just uh, yeah, it's just going to take some getting used to for sure. Well, well I saw Tom Brady said there's going to be a lot of bad football because of it. Did you see that? What? Why would that have anything to do with it? Well, I mean, now you have to make because you you got a linebacker wearing a single digit as opposed to maybe a safety or a corner, and then I mean Carlos Dunlap wearing a single digit. Um, I mean, you can't mistake him for anything other than a defensive end or a D lineman. But um, so now, for some of these quarterbacks, it could be tough to identify you know who's the Mike linebacker. You know, like, like say if Bobby were switched to number nine. Mm-hmm. Um, like he wore in, in college. It, it's tough, you know, to identify, especially if you got Quandre running around with number six right behind him mm-hmm. and you're sending both of those guys on a pressure. It could be tough for the old linemen, you know, in particular. Mm, interesting. I never thought about that. Well, oh, knowledge from, from Tommy B. And yeah. oh, like well, well, if you're the best in the business, it probably shouldn't affect you, right? You know, if you're yeah. Tom Brady. But maybe, <laughs> maybe he's thinking about his old line. Hey, well, speaking of numbers, uh, because I think. Quandre was, I think, number 37 before he just switched his jersey number. I'm not looking that up. That's off the top of my head. But the other guy who used to wear number 37 was Sean Alexander, was he not? Uh, League MVP and everything like that back in the day. Him and Marshawn Lynch, both of our former running backs, are nominated for the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Both deserving, in my mind, I would say. I mean, put them in right now. I, I think you'd agree. Yeah, absolutely. And and shout out my boy Reggie Bush. He's nominated too. I know oh, you don't yeah. want to give a Trojan any love, but whatever. <laughs> well, he didn't play for the Seahawks or the University of Washington, so what's the point of talking about him? Okay, you got me there. <laughs> but yeah, I I think both of them, you know, on top of what they did in college, you know, they furthered their case with with what they did in the NFL. And, uh, you know, Marshawn being one of the best of his generation, Sean coming in, you know, four or five Pro Bowls uh, off the bat, and then our only only MVP. I mean, um, you know, he's got a case for the other Hall of Fame too. Both of them do. 
Yeah, I think both of them do. I would agree. I'd say Marshawn's greatest moment in college, even though it was against my Washington Huskies, was after he won the game. I think it was his senior day, right? Driving the, the cart around the field, you know, and, uh, and great to see him recreate that moment years later, too, with his mom on board. With his mom there, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just that was, I mean, as a Husky fan, since it was against my team, I remember hating him in that moment and being yeah. very annoyed. But then, of course, years later, once he's ours and on the Seahawks and everything, I can look back and laugh at that. But Wow, man. Everything he does is gold, man. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he can get away with things that no one else can get away with, too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, he's Marshawn being Marshawn, you know? Um, who, speaking of Hall of Fame, though, I mean, let's talk, you know, let's relate it back to our Seahawks here. Like, who is the next Seahawk Hall of Famer? Ooh. Um, well, I think they're putting somebody in the ring of honor. Is that what we're talking about? Oh, are they? I didn't even know about this. I think they made an announcement um, uh, a couple months ago. They're putting some, someone's going into the ring of honor. And, um, I mean, it's tough, right? Like, I always have to say that, you know, Sean's the one that, that him or Holmgren, right? Right. Are the ones that need to go in next. You know, Sean, the only MVP we ever had. That's it's kind of a big deal. You, you, um, for the Ring of Honor or the Hall of Fame are we talking about now? Ring of Honor, right? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, because I was going to say, do you have any guesses at who it might be for the – because they, they didn't announce who it is, right? They just announced yeah. someone's going in. So, I uh, yeah. See, but you know, if I had to guess, I would say Sean, but we also have to think my man Steve Hutchins just got voted into the Hall of Fame, and so right. – it would be very fitting that – and he's also back with the organization as a scout, um, and so it would be very fitting if it was him. But, um, you know, for the Hall of Fame, I don't know how Holmgren's not in there. Um, yeah. You know, and we talked about it. You know, Bill Cowher's in there, uh, only won one Super Bowl. Went, went to two, but won one. Um, you know, Mike's taking two different teams, won one. And so it's just – it's, it's uh, baffling to me how he's not in there yet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Next Seahawk Hall of Famer should be Mike Holmgren, I think. Um, and then beyond that, if you want to talk about players, I think, I, I unfortunately, I just don't think Sean's going to get in. I think he deserves to get in. He's The numbers are there, but for whatever reason, I just don't think the public perception and being what it is, I just don't think it'll happen. I wonder if the next Seahawk Hall of Famer is Bobby Wagner. He's one of them, um, but I mean, I, Russell Wilson's also there too, right? I know, so, but I, I would say, you know, Russ might have a few more years on Bobby, you know, in terms of longevity. In the oh, league. okay, yeah. Bobby so who's actually backer? So who's who literally going to go in first? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It, you know, they might delay Marshawn a bit because the media and his relationship it's, with them I, and – they're going to, and that's what's sad, right? You know, it's just like the same thing with T.O. And it's like, look, this is the, these are two of the guys that have given you the two of the best personalities. They've given you the most sound bites that you could ever ask for, and now you're going to make them wait. You know, I, you know, that bothers me. Speaking of sound bites, though, Richard Sherman might might slide in there before all of them. He's close. Um, where's he at? With all, I mean, I think he's at like six, five, six Pro Bowls, something like that. He's up there, and I mean. No one's had more interceptions since he came into the league in uh, 2011. So it's it's tough. I mean, I, it's just again, did he rub too many of the media pay, uh, media wrong the wrong way? Like, is that are they going to hold it against him? But absolutely. So you got those guys, Earl. Unfortunately, I don't know with 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 how things ended. But I mean, that's 
Man, Earl's one of the best picks we've ever had in the history of the organization in terms of what he's done on the field. Um, but yeah, the two guys you're looking at right now that are, are are for sure, you know, locks to go to the Hall of Fame is Bobby and Russell. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys want to weigh in on this conversation, hit us up on the email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Who do you think will be the next Seahawks NFL Hall of Famer? Um, seahawkspod at gmail.com, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Let's look around the league at some other teams and what some other people are dealing with out there, Lofa. Aaron Rodgers, the next host of Jeopardy, did not report to the Packers' mandatory off-season activities or whatever. Is this a big deal? I, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's, unless this is the first time in the history of, you know, uh, mini camps that he hasn't reported, then, you know, maybe you could read a little more into it. But, no, I mean, they, they, would they go to two NFC championships or three the last three years with, with the new coach? So, I mean, he knows the scheme. He knows the offense. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's not that big of a deal. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens, man, because, I mean, there's been a lot of chatter about it, right? I mean, it doesn't point to the rift being real and, you know, being as big as some people think it might be. It's isn't he kind of thumbing his nose at the organization a bit? Maybe, but I mean, I don't know. I haven't kept up too much on it, you know, so I'm not going to read too far into it. Uh, like I said, it's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, I don't know how much this mini camp could really do for him. Um, it doesn't seem like anybody they slide in at wide receiver. He finds a way to get the ball to. So I, I'm not worried about chemistry. I'm not worried about playbook. I'm not worried about any of those things that some quarterbacks, you know, um, they need the reps for. That's what how if, good this. That's how good this guy is. What if you were a Packer teammate right now and QB one doesn't show up to the mandatory team activities? Yeah, you give him a call, but I mean, it's not. I'm not going to voice any concern in in. Uh, to the media when if i get interviewed it's yeah we're worried about the guys that are here that's what you hear anytime anybody doesn't show up you just like hey we coach the guys that are here i know but you have to admit the quarterback not showing up is a little different than you know other positions sometimes did, wait did russ show up yeah he's there running around oh, okay. in shorts. yeah come on my man russ looks great. i thought he was i thought he was in la for for one of the the uh otas or whatever oh dude he jumps on the private jet out of van nuys he's back to practice no problem what a beast. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but I saw pictures of him in shorts, so I'm assuming he was there. Also, I think we would have heard about it if he wasn't, you know? Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's my thoughts. Um, other news from around the league. Sadly, former Giants head coach Jim Fossil has passed away at 71. Um, took the Giants to a Super Bowl, right? And just legendary coach, been around for a real long time. Uh, do you have any memories of Jim or do you ever interact with him in your playing days? No, I never got a chance to meet the legend. And, um, you know, my heart goes out to uh, his family. Um, his son, I believe, is a coordinator over at Dallas. You know, so, um, you know, thoughts and prayers are with them, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, always tough um, when that kind of thing happens. But, you know, we soldier on. Um, let's talk about uh, some zone in stuff. Let's zone in on what you really wanted to zone in at the beginning of the episode, which is boxing and other things on TV. Uh. The reason we zone in on the Seahawks podcast is Lofa's company is Zone In CBD. You guys can pick it up at zoneincbd.com. You can also pick it up in person at any Bartell drugstores up there in the Pacific Northwest. For all of your CBD needs, they got the oils, the capsules, the rubs, the powders, the creams, the the 
Energy mix. T-shirts. <laughs> they got everything you need. You can subscribe at zoneincbd.com um, so that you never have to even think about buying it again or, or, you know, picking some up when you run out. It just shows up. You just keep right on going, right? Yeah. Live life in the zone, baby. Yeah, man. <laughs> so okay. let's, let's well, zone in on other you. stuff going on out there. You want to talk Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather? I do. And my question to you is, is this helping or hurting the sport of boxing? It's the question being asked everywhere. I, um, okay, I, for real, we had a guest on, I do a, a morning show podcast five days a week in the morning. Everybody can find it out there. The Brett Davern Show. Check it out where you find podcasts. Shameless plug for my podcast on my other podcast. Anyway, the point is we talked about this boxing match and we had a guest on the morning show who's uh, quite a bit younger than you and I, Lofa, and also not necessarily a sports fan, right? And he goes, well, I watched the fight and I had a bunch of people over and we made a big thing of it and we all watched the fight because of Logan Paul. And he's like, I've never even watched boxing before in my life. So right then I thought, well, this is great for the sport. It's bringing in people who would never actually watch it. But then again, they're watching Logan Paul box and not, you know, quote unquote, real boxers going after it. So is it good for the entertainment of it and the furthering of like the entertainment product? I guess so. But in terms of the purity of the sport, I can see why people have a problem with it. Yeah, I guess I, I didn't mean, really give you an answer. I was pretty political. I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's fine. And I mean, I just think it's. It's got to be tough. Imagine you're a boxer and you've been boxing since you were 15, 16, whatever. Cause you know, that's like, really, you got to start early. And, um, and let's say you go and you win a gold in the Olympics and you, you know, now you, you're 10, 20 and oh, and now you're getting towards the title fights where the purse gets bigger. And a guy that's been on YouTube gets $30 million to fight. And you haven't even seen a five or a $10 million fight yet. Mm -hmm. and, and then, and then Floyd, who, I mean, you knew he wasn't going to get touched in this fight. You know what I mean? It's an exhibition for him. It's not even a real fight. He got $100 million. And so, you know, I'm happy that they got paid. Always happy to see someone get paid. But it's just got to be tough for, you know, the other, the true boxers to mm -hmm. have been making this their craft their whole life and not even come, not even sniff the payday like that. So Yeah, I, I hear you when it comes to the payday. I think that, you know, boxing it has this like spectacle element to it anyway. Right. And we, I think that I don't think there's anyone out there really truly conflating this with actual boxing. No, right. Yeah. And so I know these guys are making a lot of money, but we all know what we're watching, you know, like I'm not here to throw any shade because those Paul brothers are pretty big and it looks like they hit hard. So I don't want them coming yeah. after me, but at the same time, it is it's a bit of a joke right like we're all kind of i mean even floyd himself said he's the master of legal bank robbery basically like in other <laughs> words like this was i didn't take this seriously at all and i got paid and and there you go and you know you see people online saying well logan won the fight i mean he was really it's like give me a break his his punches <laughs> were slow slow and looping no matter how hard he hits and how beefy he is he did you see the one clip where he's kind of like swinging uh, this wide looping hook and Floyd just boom, just gets him super fast lightning quick on the inside. Bro, that's I don't how think anyone's under the illusion that these guys are real boxers. No, no but they do got punching power. They you do. Know, I, I trained boxing when I was a kid and you know, I, I can recognize they're pretty decent athletes. Oh yeah. They're good, they're good size. And um, you know, um, Jake's Jake's the better fighter of the two. And I mean, so. MMA um, style. 
and he's got he's got that strong overhand right, man. Um, so I think he's going to be fighting Woodley coming up, right? Yeah. And yeah, and so okay, now that's that's more of a fight than than the last one he had, and um, you know, but I'm saying okay, if he takes care of business with this one, put him in there for a real purse against a real boxer and like give him a chance to continue going up in the ranks. Right. You know, like, I, I mean, that's what I want. That's what you want. I think that's what sports fans want to see, but for them, they got to just be thinking, wait a minute, why do I want to get in there with someone like who's been training forever? Like you said, I, they, they've got to know it's, it, it well, might not go well for them. So they got to be sitting there thinking, I'll just make 30 million doing this instead. And I know no. it pisses a lot of people off, but that's also what brings the audience in is, I, people, I guess, but the, the Jake are there to Jake, see them get beat up as to see them do some beating up. You know what I mean? The younger brother, Jake Paul, he takes it serious. He's serious yeah. about it. And yeah, okay. I mean, I know like a lot of the, he, he does what he has to do to sell the fight talking shit, but um, no, he's, he seems serious about it more so, more so than Logan. And, you know, but I mean, they're both, they're both in great shape. They both have, they have, they have punching power yeah. and, um, and then, you know, in boxing, anybody, you know, a puncher's chance, you got, you got a chance to win any, any fight, but, but I mean, it, if guys Floyd Mayweather size couldn't even land a punch on him, nobody heavier or, or slower is going to land a single punch on him. And I mean, that's just, I guarantee you, he probably hopped off the couch, you know, right before that probably didn't do any road work didn't didn't run no conditioning it was just like okay let's do this well let me ask you a question my friend because ocho cinco was in one of the undercards wasn't he and we, I, I, our guy nate robinson shout out to the pnw get in the ring before i mean come on man you're in some pretty good shape are we gonna see lofa tatupu taking on somebody in the in the in the square there i mean come on i'll be your manager i'll be in your corner okay come on, let's uh, do this thing uh, 20 mil. I'll, I'll get off the couch. <laughs> All right. Well, as your manager, it seems like I've got some work to do then. I've got some phone calls to make. <laughs> see see if I can make that happen for us. Uh, what if it was for charity or something like that, and it's on one of the undercards of one of these Paul fights? I think we could make this happen. Oh, man. No, I don't, I'm done hitting people, and I'm done getting hit. All right. That, that's, what, that's what the CBE's done for me. It's, it's made me at peace with life. I understand. Uh, speaking of being done, I think that's uh, we're out of time on this one. You got anything else that you want to go over before we wrap this puppy up? Uh, oh, yeah. Other news. Julio Jones is on the move. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, should we? Yeah, they, the big the big reveal. He's going to the Texans. Uh, he didn't come to us. Titans? And, Texans or Titans? Sorry, I'm, I'm Titans. Titans. Yeah. T's. The T. Yeah. The T teams. Those guys. Titans. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? How, how do you want to? Yeah. Put a bow on it. I, well, they they got arguably the lead's best running back only because huh? only because my man Carson keeps getting hurt because yeah. I think Carson's right up there in that conversation. But um, yeah, man, you got him, AJ Brown, and then now you, you I mean, you have to double. You still have to if he's healthy. You still have to double Julio. Yeah. Uh, AJ Brown is no joke over there, um, as you've seen just like he was in Mississippi. I think he's the all-time leader, you know, at Mississippi. And then now you're going to, you're going to stop the run with seven guys in the box. It's like, good luck. Like we, the, we could, you could legit see Derrick Henry break the the rushing record this year over, you know, 20, 2,100 yards or whatever it is. I mean, that's, that's the significance of this trade. Do you want to go ahead and pencil them into the AFC championship already? Um, 
they added some pieces on defense. So, you know, and I think Vrabel's a great coach. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say championship, but, um, you know, that's going to be a tough offense to stop. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it puts them in maybe the top three in the AFC, wouldn't you say, out of the AFC teams? I'm trying to think. Well, you got the Chiefs, obviously. I'd say the Chiefs are going to be up there, right? Just because mm-hmm. they got Mahomes and he'll throw for 400 yards and a half. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, yeah. I mean, they'll be up there, man. That's yeah. them and the Bills and the Chiefs, I'd say. Maybe, maybe yeah. the coming on. We'll see. Uh, that's a wrap for us, though, on the Seahawks podcast, everybody. Thank you very much for listening out there. If you want to join in the conversation, hit us up on the email at Seahawks pod. Or, sorry. Well, yeah, it's weird to say it. You know what I mean? The at doesn't come first. It's seahawkspod at gmail.com. <laughs> it's, you know, on the social media, it's at Seahawks Podcast. Whatever. You guys got it. You you can figure it out. Uh, hit us up anytime. We will see you again next week. Um, Lofa, let's break it down here, man. What do you want to break it down to? I got ideas. What's your idea? I mean, you called John Ryan Janitor Willie. If we don't break it down to Janitor Willie, I don't know what we're doing here. I'm going to find – there's got to be a picture on the internet of him, like, back in 2009. I, I swear he was, like, 240 pounds, dude. Well, you nailed it, too. I mean, he's got the red hair, right? Like, Janitor <laughs> Willie, it's perfect. We have to break it down to that. Come on, lead All us right. You, you got it. Oh, I'll do it? All right, fine. Yeah. Exit in the middle, everybody. Good show, everyone. Um, way, to, way to really play out there. Lofa, put down the orange slices. Get over here. Put your hand in. All right, there he is. Um, uh, janitor Willie on three. Janitor Willie on me. One, two, three. Janitor, janitor Willie. Willie. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.